This podcast was adapted from a live radio broadcast originally aired on WSUM Freeflow. The opinions expressed in this podcast do not reflect the views of WSUM, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, or its Board of Regents. Hi, everybody, and you are back listening to In Conglish on WSUM Freeflow. I'm your host, DJ Hiwan. So, have you guys been? It's been a week, seven days, since we last talked to each other on this platform. I feel like for me, doing In Conglish and always having it on Sunday evenings, that kind of resets my brain for the weekdays. I feel like it's nice to kind of, you know, have Saturday and then the rest of the day Sunday and now in the sun, in like Sunday evening to do this and then go home, finish my homework, wake up Monday, time to go to work again. Yippee! So, 여러분 잘 지내셨죠? 저는 항상 인콩글시를 하면서 제가 이제 일요일 저녁 때 라디오 스테이션 들어와서 인콩글시를 하니까 제가 항상 인콩글시를 끝난 다음에 이제 내일은 월요일이고 내일은 다시 학교 가야 된다는 약간 그런 생각이 딱 떠올라요. 인콩글시 한 다음에. I feel pretty good about our lineup of songs today. The interesting thing about In Conglish is I is that for like pretty much until Saturday night, I don't really think about like, oh, I should do this on In Conglish. For whatever reason, like inspiration always strikes me either Saturday night or Sunday morning. And then I'll just like sit down and type up a brief outline of the poem I want to read, the songs that I want to play and stuff. So it's always it's always nice to kind of have the weekends be like my In Conglish days. But like I said, I've got a good lineup of songs, and I think we can go into our first two songs of the evening. And after that, I will be back. 저는 왠지 항상 인콩글시를 준비할 때딱 토요일 저녁이나 일요일 아침에 내가 아딱 인콩글시 할때 나는 이 시를 읽고 싶고 나는 이 노래를 틀어주고 싶다. 제가 딱 인콩글시 준비하는 게 토요일 저녁 일요일 아침이라서. 그렇게 준비를 해드리는데 근데 제가 이번 주 틀어줄 노래를 되게 좋아하는 노래들이라서 그래서 다 들어주시는 분들도 좋아하면 좋겠어요. 근데 제가 일단 오늘의 첫두 노래를 틀어주고 다시 돌아올게요. 우리는 방금 Margo Grian의 Why Do I Cry와 예린 백의 물고기를 들었습니다. We just listened to Why Do I Cry by Margo Grian and Pisces by 예린 백. Happy Sunday, everybody! I feel like there's something special about Sundays. And that's kind of why I played Margot Gurian songs. I actually heard the first song that I actually listened to that she sang was Sunday Morning. And the first time I listened to it, I was walking around a garden on a Sunday. So she's like the Sunday singer in my book. Um, but I really love this song by her. Why do I cry? I don't know. She's kind of talking about like, I'm crying on a Sunday morning. I don't know why I'm crying. Like Saturday night was so great. But there's this one line in the song that goes, I should be glad, be glad that I could spend one night a week with you. And that's kind of how I feel about In Conglish. Like if you had sat my high school self down or even my freshman year self at the start of the school year down and if you told her, hey, you're going to have a radio show in Conglish, I would have been like, no, you're lying. There's no way. I never wanted to be in radio. So I don't know. Like now... I'm glad things turned out the way that they did. I'm very grateful to have a radio show. Grateful that our campus even has a radio station because I feel like the other colleges that I wanted to go to didn't have radio stations. So my parents were right. My brother was right. <laughs> There is merit going to a large public research university. 
You're right, guys. 안녕하세요, 여러분. 이제 요일이라서 제가 마고 그린의 노래를 틀어줬어요. 왜냐면 왠지 이분이 일요일에서 대한 노래들이 몇 개나 있는데 제가 처음 들었던 노래는 Sunday Morning이라고 그 노래가 있는데 제가 처음 들었을 때 제가 걸어 다니면서 딱 어, 일요일 아침에 들어서 이 마고 그린 씨는 일요일을 되게 좋아하는 사람이라고 제가 알고 있어요. 그래서 제가 틀어줬어요. 근데 이 노래에서 어 일주일에 한 번씩 같이 시간을 보냈는데 근데 그렇게 일주일 한 번씩이라도 시간을 같이 보내니까 되게 감사하다고 약간 그런 얘기가 있어서 저도 그 마음으로 내가 인컨글시를 하는 것을 그렇게 어 느끼고 있어요. 왜냐면 제가 처음 대학교 왔을 때 내가 아예 라디오 그런 이런 쪽에 관심이 아예 없었는데 근데 어떻게 되다가 제가 여기 와서 매주마다 인컨글시를 하니까 되게 감사한 것 같아요. So speaking of Saturday nights, as in the song Why Do I Cry by Margot Gurian, I was actually kind of talking to my friends about this last night, and we were kind of, well, not necessarily freaking out, but we were just very cognizant of the fact of we're in charge of ourselves now. Like, the friend that I was talking to, she's studying abroad, next semester and i was talking to my friend about studying abroad next year and we were just talking about like okay who is letting us just go to a foreign country and like survive by ourselves that's why are you giving us this much power and at a certain point we started talking about how when we were in elementary school or in kindergarten we like at least for me personally like i would always look at okay the weird thing about me is that like i've never not lived in a college town like every single place even the city that i was born in like like there was a college there like i've only ever lived in college towns so growing up i would be surrounded by college students and i would always think oh my gosh they're so cool they're so grown up and i thought that like 20 year olds were ancient like i thought they were so old i thought they were like real adults and i mean i guess even at 19 i kind of thought to myself oh like 20 like it's the start of a new decade it's a round number there's going to be something special about it nah i was wrong I mean, yeah, it is It is a special age, I guess, because it kind of marks a new beginning. But also, I'm still figuring stuff out. I mean, I guess you never really stop figuring stuff out. But, I mean, like, for example, sometimes my parents will talk to me about them getting married at, like, 28 and 29. And as a kid, I was like, oh, that's so old. Like, I want to get married at 25. And now... Whenever my parents talk to me about them getting married at 28 and 29, I'm like, you guys were teenagers. Who let you get married? Like, you're so young. And last semester, I actually really liked my journalism professor, so I would go to her office hours a lot. And she was kind of telling me that it's really weird for her to be on the other side of the room, being in charge and teaching people. Um, I really love that professor. Like, she was so funny. Uh, (laughs) She also told me, like, not to get pregnant during her office hours, which, I mean, solid advice but I honestly was just not expecting it but that's kind of the kind of person she is like like I feel like she's very blunt but she's also just so funny like during lecture she talked about how she wants the former secretary of state Henry Kissinger to die because she's a historian and apparently for the archival research that she wants to do she can't crack open those records until he dies so I so like she made a joke about it in lecture one time about how she wants this like old guy to die okay and it's also crazy because i looked it up and he's a hundred years old right now like that man has like one foot in the grave like he is ancient but also henry kissinger is a war criminal so i don't know maybe she's justified maybe she's not i'm not gonna state my opinion but those are the facts 
But yeah, I love that professor. She's on sabbatical right now, so I can't just go to her office hours and bother her. But I really want her to be my thesis advisor because I have to write a thesis for senior year. But anyway, last week I I had another thing with like going to my old professor's office hours. And it actually turned out to be very fortunate for me because I kind of got like a project that I really wanted to do off the ground. And I finally harassed the Dutch department into giving me a textbook because I have been trying to learn Dutch since last fall. But it was but I went and talked to them once the semester was already underway. And they were like, oh, we're sorry, since nobody wants to learn Dutch, you're going to have to wait till next year. So I had it in my plans to start learning Dutch this year. But then I got accepted into the journalism school. And if you get accepted into the journalism school, you have to take these two classes. And they conflicted with first semester Dutch. So I was like, you know what? I am not waiting another year. That's not happening. I've waited this long. And, you know, I was doing everything else. Like I was on Duolingo trying to learn this language. And I was like, okay, I actually need to learn this in a formal classroom setting because I do not understand how this grammar works. I can't conjugate anything. I can't make my own sentences. So I went and knocked on this person's door and I was like, hi, it's me again, because I kept emailing them. I was like, hey, so you know how I wanted to learn Dutch? That can't happen. And they did not answer my email. So I went and I finally successfully harassed them into teaching me Dutch. So that's been something new this week. So moral of the story, always harass your professors. Always. 그래서 제가 어저께 우리 친구들이랑 얘기하다가... 제가 이렇게 생각이 났어요. 제가 어렸을 때 어린 이거 어린 아이였을 때 내가 항상 대학교 학생들 보, 봤을 때와 완전 완 이거 너무 쿨하고 진짜 어른 같다 그런 생각을 하는데 근데 제가 이제 대학교 학생 제가 이제 학부생 생활을 살면서 나는 진짜 어른인가? 그래서 느낌이 되게 이상해요. 내가 이제 어린 아이들이 나를 보면 와 어른이다 약간 그렇게 생각하는 나이에 대해서 너무 이상해요. 하고 가끔씩 우리 부모님들이랑 28살과 29살인가 결혼했었는데 제가 어렸을 때는 와 그게 너무 너무 <웃음> 나는 더 빨리 결혼하고 싶다 나는 25살에 결혼하고 싶다 약간 그런 생각을 했는데 이제 20살 됐으니 20살 된 다음에 28살에 결혼하는 게 너무 어린 것 같아요 <웃음> 너무 어린 것 같아요 근데 제가 지난 제가 자꾸 우리 교수님들이랑 같이 얘기하는데 그 교수님들도 이상하다고 얘기해요. 이제 다른 사람들이랑 이제 학생이 아니고 교수님을 일하는 게 너무 이상하다고 항상 얘기하니까 내가 이제 얼마나 늙어도 항상 그렇게 느낄 것 같아요. 내가 진짜 어른이 아니고 아이라고. Alright, and I think I can go into our next two songs for the night. And with this, there's going to be more parent lore, so stick around. 이제 우리가 다음 두 노래를 틀어줄 건데 제가 그 노래를 틀어주고 다시 돌아올게요. 그래서 오늘은 방금 Serge Gainsbourg의 Lana Moore과 박보검의 별 보러 가자를 들었어요. We just listened to Lana Moore by Serge Gainsbourg and Let's Go See the Stars by 박보검. To my knowledge, I think 박보검 is an actor, but I don't but I don't watch enough K-dramas to say for sure. Well, I mean, he's obviously definitely a musician because he has a song out. But I think he might be an actor. Like, I have a vague memory of, like, my mom saying, like, oh, you need to watch this K-drama because Pak Bogum's in it. Yeah, he might be a double threat, perhaps a triple threat. But I can't I can't say for sure. 그래서 제가 알기로는 박보검은 
배우자인데 저는 솔직히 잘 모르겠어요. 왜냐면 제가 K-드라마를 그렇게 잘안 봐서 제가 유명한 배우들을 잘 모르겠어요. 근데 제가 알기로는 박보검은 가수고 배운 것 같아요. So, just before we went on our voice break, I said that I would share more parent lore. And again, going hand in hand with like this, I'm, I'm getting to an age where kindergartners think I'm old. I'm getting to the age where I start, see, where like I'm seeing my parents as people, and that's really weird. Like my parents are really cool people. Like my family is is actually quite interesting, because my mom was an archaeologist, and she like learned German, and she worked as a tour guide, and she worked in a cafe during college, and she like backpacked around Europe. And I and I blame her for giving me the traveling bug, because I. I'm like one of those people where like if I don't travel for a while, like like I'll start itching. Like like I'll just sit there like vibrating like oh my god, I need to I need to get out of the country. I need to go somewhere. I need to go somewhere new. So I totally blame her for passing that on to me. Um and it's funny because I also worked in a cafe and backpacked around Europe. So shout out mom. <laughs> Thank you. 나이 들면서 우리 부모님이랑 이런 대화도 할수 있고 우리 부모님도 내가 태어나기 전에 결혼하기 전에 어떤 사람이었는지 그것을 점점 더 알고 가고 있어서 되게 신기해요. 왜냐면 우리 부모님은 되게 쿨한 사람인 것 같아요. 뭐 우리 엄마도 옛날에 발굴 갔었고 갔었고 독일어도 배우고 이거 투어 컨덕터 일을 했었고 카페도 일하면서 유럽에 여행 돌아다녀서 제가 우리 엄마처럼 <웃음> 그것을 보면서 나도 크면 여행을 가고 싶다. 나도 우리 엄마처럼 유럽에 돌아다니고 싶다. 그런 마음이 생겨서 딱 우리 엄마 덕분에 저도 여행을 되게 좋아하는 것 같아요. And also going hand in hand with that, my dad has like a crazy dad lore. Um, he learned French, which is why I chose a French song, La Nemour. And he also, okay, I didn't know this until I turned 18. Like I went 18 years of my life without knowing this. And my dad went to like the most prestigious school in Korea. Like, he went to Seoul National University, and I did not know this about this man until I was 18, which is insane. And also, like, both of my parents, apparently they, they participated in the protests against the Korean government in, like, the 80s when they were college students. And my dad was telling me anecdotes, and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I participated in, like, these protests, and, and we would, like, get tear gassed, and we would, like, throw Molotov cocktails at the cops, and I was like, who are you? Like, you've just been living in my house my whole life? Like, like who are you? Like, I don't know, it's so weird just talking to my parents and realizing, like, oh, yeah, you had a, you had, like, you were in your 20s at one point. Like, you were figuring stuff out. Like, I don't know, it's so weird to me because I've only ever known my parents as, like, my parents. But the reason why I'm telling you all this parent lore is because of our poem for this week. Uh, this technically isn't a poem that I have to read for class, but it's by the same poet. And I looked him up because I was really intrigued about his life because we got, like, a very, very short biography of him in class. Um, and... I don't know, like, the stuff that this guy went through is the same stuff that my parents went through with, like, the protest and stuff that they did in college. So that's why I chose that poem for this week. 그런데 우리 아빠도 되게 멋진 사람인 것 같아요. 왜냐면 우리 아빠도 불어를 배웠었고 하고 제가 그 불어 노래를 선택한 이유예요. 우리, 왜냐면 우리 아빠가 옛날에 불어를 배웠었고 하고 제가 18살 때까지 이것을 몰랐는데 우리 아빠가 서울대를 다녔어요. 
그래서 제가 되게 큰 충격이었어요. 막 에? 우리 아빠가 서울대 다녔다고? 근데 저도 솔직히 항상 미국에 살아서 내가 서울대가 그런 서울대가 일단 뭐였던지도 몰랐고 그렇게 좋은 학교였었던 것도 몰랐는데 알고 보니 그것을 다 알아보니까 되게 큰 충격이었어요. 하고 또 우리 엄마 아빠는 제 나이였을 때 대학교 다녔을 때 이거 이런 데모를 했었던 것도 알아봤는데 그래서 엥 누구세요? 항상 우리랑 같이 살았던 부모님 맞아요? 그래서 그게 되게 신기한 것 같아요. 제가 이제 슬슬 어른이 되면서 우리 부모님은 이제 그냥 부모님으로서만 보는 거 아니고 이제 나처럼 사람으로 보는 게 되게 신기해요. 그래서 제가 이번 주 시를 선택한 이유는 딱 우리 엄마 아빠가 제 나이 있을 때 데모했던 약간 그런 어 이야기가 있어서 제가 선택한 거였어요. So I for this week again because this isn't a poem that I have to read for class. I actually found this poem on a website called Korean Poetry and Translation, and it's run by J.P. Song, who taught, or maybe still teaches at Maygrove College. This website was last updated in 2013, so I have no idea if if he's still, you know, what this guy's up to. But this week's poem is 물따라 흘려가면서 by Kim Namju, or as he translated it, Like Water I Flow by Kim Namju. So here's just a very quick biography of Kim Namju that they have on the website. Um, he is known as one of the major resistance poets in South Korea, leading the people's movement in the 70s and 80s that ultimately toppled the dictatorship in Korea. Because of his activism, he was imprisoned twice for more than 10 years in total. In prison where paper and pencil were not allowed, he wrote many poems on milk curtains with a nail he made by grinding a toothbrush. These poems were later published in two collected volumes of his prison poetry, The Sunlight on the Prison Bar. His poetry bears witness to the tyranny and dictatorship of the hardships he oppressed, of, of dictatorship and the hardships of the oppressed. And I mean, wow. Like, I think it's insane that this person had to express the things that he was experiencing just so badly. Like he, like he wanted to share his thoughts in a physical format that... You know, he wrote these poems on milk cartons with a toothbrush. Like, I don't know, just having that passion and and I guess that despair. Like, it's it's crazy. But yeah, um, this poem really spoke to me. Um, I'll read it to you and then I will explain why. 흘러 흘러서 물은 어디로 가나 물 따라 나도 가면서 물에게 물어본다 건득 건득 동풍이 불러 세봄을 맞아 했으니 졸졸졸 시내로 흘러 저약도를 적시고 겨운에 낀 개구쟁이에 빨대를 벗기러 가지 흘러 흘러서 물은 어디로 가나 물 따라 나도 가면서 물에게 물어본다 온 6월 뛰약 여터 가뭄의 농부를 만났으니 돌돌돌 도랑으로 흘러 농부의 애간장을 녹히고 타는 들덕 벼포기를 적시러 가지 흘러 흘러서 물은 어디로 가나 물 따라 나도 
가면서 물에게 물어본다. 동산에 반달이 떴은, 떴으니 내일, 내일 모레가 추석이라. 넘실 넘실 개어울로 흘러 탈빛을 머금고 물레방아를 돌려 똑방아를 찌어러 가지. 흘러 흘러서 물을 어디로 가나. 물 따라 나도 가면서 물에게 물어본다. 봄 따라 여름 가고 가을도 깊었으니 나도 이제 깊은 강 잔잔하게 흘러 어디. 따뜻한 폭으로 겨울잠을 자러 가지. And this is again the English translation by J.P. Song. Like Water, I Flow by Kim Namju. On and on, where does water flow? I ask the water, following water myself, as I meet the new spring carried in by the, bris- by the brisk eastern wind. I will flow on and on into a stream, moisten the pebbles, wash away the dead skin on the, no- on the naughty boy's feet that have sat all winter. On and on, where does water flow? I ask the water, following water myself. As I meet a farmer in the drought, under summer's penetrating sun, I will flow on and on into a ditch to ease the farmer's worry and to dampen the rice stalks in the burning field. On and on, where does water flow? I ask the water, following water myself. Since the half moon rises upon the hill, soon Chuseok will come. I flow on and on over the shallows, holding moonlight to run the watermill and pound rice into flour. On and on, where does water flow? I ask the water, following water myself. Summer followed spring, and now fall deepens. I too will flow into a deep river gently and go to a warm port to hibernate. Again, I only very briefly know the historical context of this poem, but I feel like at least kind of from what I know, and again, I could be totally wrong here, and I don't know if I can give you a correction, because again, this isn't a poem that we're reading in class. This is a poem that I kind of found by myself. But they say, they specifically say kegujengi, um, but in the English translation, they say naughty boy. And kegujengi, it has like a very specific kind of connotation. Like it's usually like, it's typically like a young boy who's very mischievous. And I feel like maybe, again, this is all speculation. This is me just, just, I don't know, like making connections that might not even be there. But I feel like Again, primarily from what I know, in the 80s when they were doing these protests against the government, it was mostly college students. So I feel like maybe they weren't taken seriously. And these officials, they might have just kind of brushed off the concerns of these people, um, these young adults in Korea. And again, I guess kind of viewing them as like the kegujengis or like these like mischievous young children. Um, and they also kind of mention like these rice stalks in the burning field. And I wonder if that has anything to do with like these riots that happened, like these protests that happened, because they were very, very intense. Um, if you look at, for example, like like the Wikipedia article for like the Gwangju uprising or any of the students who died, like they were, got into some serious conflicts. Like it was like people really fought for the democracy of Korea. Um, and there's like such a very, very deep history that I'm only like starting to get to know. Um, 
And in Korea, there's like this concept called han. And han, it means a couple of different things. It can mean one, but it can also mean like Korea, like han, like hanguk, like kuk means country. So hanguk is like Korea as the country. And, but han also kind of means like this very specific and special pain um, that Koreans know that's very specific to being Korean that's like very embedded in the culture. And I feel like this poem is like a very, very good example of that. Because I feel like Koreans, again, just at least from the poetry that I've read and just the and like media and like Korean media, I feel like there's so like there's like there's such care that goes into the art that Koreans make, but it oftentimes comes from a place of great pain and great sorrow, which I, I don't know. I feel like Koreans are very <laughs> again, I'm biased. I am Korean, but I feel like Koreans are very artistic people. And now I think we can go into our last two songs of the night, which I like. I kind of chose like more of a chill, I guess, not necessarily like poppy, but like more of a like a chill vibe again, just to kind of set the tone for the rest of the night. 이제 우리는 오늘 저녁의 마지막 두 노래를 틀어드릴게요. 우리는 방금 Man I Trust a Ring of Pasqua 잔나비의 포니를 틀었어요. We just listened to Ring of Past by Men I Trust and Pony by Chanabi. I, I was actually walking around campus this morning with Ring of Past stuck in my head. Like I was walking to work and um, unlike the, unlo- and I, I'm so sorry, I cannot speak. It's been, it's been, it's been a day. It's been a week. But anyway, on my walk to work this morning, I was walking along to Memorial Union and there's like this grove of trees on my walk there. And it's and it was like really pretty because all the leaves were like golden and they were falling down and I just had the song stuck in my head and I felt like I was in an episode of Gilmore Girls. I was like, I'm the main character right now. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I thought you guys would also enjoy it. Unfortunately, it's dark out, so even if you're in nature, you probably can't see the lovely foliage that we've got going on. But it's okay, you know. Maybe tomorrow you can sit outside in nature and just listen to Ring of Past. And chill out. And I feel like, especially, okay, kind of going back to my first points from the start of the show, I was hanging out with people from Manhole, Manhole Sketch Comedy, and I feel like my sense of humor has been kind of destroyed by them because, especially with my friend Katya, we'll just say things like completely deadpan, but with the expectations that people that know that people know that we're joking. And People kind of think that we're being for real, and it's like, no, we're joking. Um, like, for example, Katya was talking about how last year, uh, okay, so at UW Madison, we have this tradition where we have this giant like Statue of Liberty head on the ice, and she made a joke again, just completely deadpan, like, oh, where's the rest of her body? And one of her friends looked at her and kind of went. It's just the head, Katya. And Katya was like, no, I'm joking. Um, but I don't know. I was kind of thinking about that. And I was like, oh, am I my own person or am I just an amalgamation of people in my life? I don't know. But I, I don't know. I feel like that that's kind of been happening a lot lately. Like, it'll be really, really small things. But I'll say things completely deadpan with kind of the expectation of people understanding that I'm being silly. And they're like, he won. Like, what? no, like, this is so obvious. Like, how do you not know this? And I'm like, no, I'm joking. I'm smart. I promise. Um, so that's been, (laughs) so that's been relevant this week. But also again, because I was hanging out with manhole people last night and 
I felt really bad because we told like all the new people like we had to hang out so we could get to know everyone well and like only one of the three new people showed up which was kind of sad and we're like no we're cool I promise come hang out but there was someone in Manhole last year who is now graduated and is studying physics at Princeton um and I sent her a picture of us because it was all like pretty much all of us uh, returning members and I sent a, a selfie of us to her and I was like I miss you so much and she was like like I miss you too and lately I've been kind of thinking a lot about study abroad and stuff because all of my friends are current juniors so they'll be seniors next year and for a while I kind of had that lingering like oh I don't really want to miss out like I had that FOMO of oh I don't want to miss out on my friends last year as a senior and it's not guaranteed that they'll live close to Madison when I return for my senior year and they've graduated but you know yeah I'll miss out but the love stays and I need to grow up I need to go abroad spread my wings I need I need for people to question how who let her go abroad who let her live in a foreign country by herself and you know that requires sacrifice you know my dad always says that no thing is a hundred percent good or a hundred percent bad like it's always like like it's always give and take in the scenarios but I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot and I've kind of realized the right choice is going abroad, even if that does mean that I miss out on certain things. So, yeah, those have been my revelations for this week. And I think this is it for this week's In Conglish. Hope you all have a lovely rest of your night, and I will see you next week. 오늘은 여기까지 끝날 거고요. 다음 주또 다시 보겠습니다. 
Looking for more from WSUM? If you're craving some cutting-edge music, our online stream, WSUM Freeflow, is the place to go. This internet-based platform delivers the best in hyperpop, rap, punk, hip-hop, and metal 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and is home to some of our most spontaneous programming. That's WSUM Freeflow, available via WSUM.org.